All right. Hey, what is up? Welcome to Abide Convos, episode four of the Ep- pod. Episode four. Episode four. We're doing this thing. And Whole month. Just love how we've had different conversations and um, different topics. Mm-hmm. Actually, today we want to talk about a topic that's mm. super important for our community. As Abide, um, you may have been in our sphere and heard us talking about ministering to the Lord, mm-hmm. it being primary, not secondary. And we just want to have a convo about why that's so significant to our community, yeah. what that means for us, and, and even demystify. Like, what does it mean to minister to the Lord? Am I called to be that? What does it mean to be a priest? So we won't be able to fully dive into that. If you're interested in that, you should be joining ATD School, mm. and you should dive deep because yeah. it, that's really what we're going to be going into. But um, it is a super central conversation for us as the Abide family, mm. what it means to minister to God, what it means to be a priest before Him. And I think it's a super significant conversation as a follower yeah. of Jesus, what that yeah. means, how Jesus invites us into that. Yeah, I, I wanted to, I will, I'll pose a question to you like this, because um, we had somebody write us in about a question. Um, and, and just so you know, like if you have questions or you have ideas for the podcast, um, messages on, on Instagram up. or Facebook or whatever, comment somewhere, we'll find it. Um, maybe Raken can do another one of those. Um, NGL. Yeah, yeah, one of those. Somebody asked, the phrasing was interesting, but like what makes the worship at Abide special? Mm-hmm. And I think in some of this, I think we just be honest, some of the language made us a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. They're like, I've been to other churches, but Abide's worship is different. What makes it special? And I think your kids are knocking at the door. Kids are knocking at the door. Daddy. <laughs> so, yeah, some of the language was a little bit uncomfortable, but they were asking um, what did, what made Abide's worship different? They've been to other churches, but they're like, it's just different here. What makes it special? We don't want to ever exclude other churches. No. And we don't want to make it, but we... We really don't feel like we're any better than anybody else. No. And so I think in this conversation, just so everybody's clear, we don't want to say we do this, other churches don't do this. Mm. We just want to say, we just want to focus on this is what God's called us to do. Yeah. And kind of just leave it there. And that's probably actually that person that who wrote it is in a season of life that God is emphasizing mm-hmm. ministry to the Lord, yeah. intimacy with Him. And, and they actually feel drawn yeah, it's good. to what God is doing here. So to say it doesn't make us any more elite or special. Mm-mm. It's just um, God has given us a specific mandate to make space and room, to go low and slow, all yeah. of these things that you may not even understand, but I think are super important to just talk about. Yeah. Like what what makes Abide special? I think part of what makes our worship environment different is God has called us first and foremost to minister to Him mm-hmm. and to focus our songs on Him, our worship, our adoration, um, a room full of people that are reaching for God. And again, this is at every church. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every church is reaching for God. I think there is a prophet, uh, like a prophetic thing that's going on mm. on a Sunday morning mm-hmm. that makes it feel like, man, mm-hmm. there's something happening in the room. Mm-hmm. But again, I think if you actually encapsulate what makes Abide special, it's a room full of people mm. that are worshiping from a posture of Jesus, I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm in a space where intimacy is becoming first and foremost. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll just, let's just camp out for one second, like on this this subject because um, the Lord's really, really doing something unique in, in Tampa. We just got out of a Pastors Connect today where a bunch of pastors from all the different denomination streams come together. And I want to say that you, you said it, every church ministers to the Lord. Yeah. Um, we don't feel like we're better. Some churches, the expression is just different. Yeah. 
And like we do discipleship, but it's not the same as South Bay does discipleship sure. as Sea Glass or as Overflow or sure. worship. And so I, I like to think like, it's not that like, oh, we do the true worship. Yeah. We do abide worship. That's right. We just do our worship. That's, right. that's how we are. And it's like every person, you look at people on a spectrum, everybody loves Jesus, but we all kind of, it, it's expressed in different ways. And then when the Lord uses those people to then plant communities, the expression of relation to the Lord is then expressed in different yeah. ways. And that's purely all it is. So good. And so like, we got to like, because I do know this is a thing with some people of like, oh, well, you haven't really heard. It's, it's, we got to stop that. Of like, this is just how we do it. And I love like, um, Tiffany and I, last year um, around the Christmas time, we got to go spend Christmas Eve at a different church. And like, I was very out of my element. It was actually mm -hmm. a Catholic mass, which was kind of crazy. Yeah, it was it was, out, it was out of my element. But there were aspects of it where I could really feel the Lord's presence. Yeah, and the Lord please don't, there. don't come at me in the comments about our Catholic Christians and stuff. Um, but I felt the Lord there. I cared the Lord at the very least. So I felt the Lord there as I approached him in worship. And it was really beautiful in some parts. So um, anyways, ministry unto the Lord. Yeah, it is really central. It really goes back to like the old campus, yeah. like two years ago, three years ago. We don't talk about it as much anymore. Um, I think the youth just got their name changed from Young Levites to youth. Mm -hmm. But we used to talk a lot and we would use the word Levitical, Levite. He's calling us to be Levites. And not that we've abandoned it. I think the Lord brought us through that to implant a certain amount of DNA in DNA, us. Yeah. Um, but what does that mean to you? Because I, I think this is a central part of the it conversation. It is super central. And just to, just to circle back for, a, a, yeah. I was thinking as you were talking, like yeah. actually the Lord takes us through seasons to produce in us mm -hmm. like a mandate and a calling, which so I think good. is so significant. Like we talk about finding your tribe, your community. And I think that actually it, it was something that God produced through a season of crushing, <laughs> through a season of frustration oh, where we find we found ourselves trying to do church and just kind of frustrated because it wasn't what the Lord was leading us to do, which mm. led to us in 2019 feeling this invitation from God through Ezekiel 44, mm -hmm. where it says, you know, the Lord called the sons of Zadok to come to his table to minister to him. Come on. And we just began to ask, what would that look like? What is that? For us as a, yeah. yeah, what yeah. is that? Like, yeah. we just knew. And so we started on a Saturday night to come yeah. together, just a few of us, to really love on Jesus. Mm. I mean, we make all this language complicated, but really, mm. it was a few of us in the room loving on Jesus in a real non-sexy way. Mm. It wasn't a full band. It mm. wasn't, it was just like, man, we're just hungry for Jesus. Many times an empty room. And empty rooms. I mean, mm. you're talking, it's so weak. Weak love. <laughs> it was so weak, but the Lord <laughs> did something there that honestly man even now we talk about like how do we get back to yeah. that like expressing you talked about it today expressing on a post expressing weak <laughs> love right yeah yeah, like yeah expressing yeah. weak love to jesus and being satisfied in him so good and when we talk about levites just a recognition that even in the old testament there was yeah. an invitation for a people to live i mean the priests lived closest to the tent yeah there was mm -hmm. like this proximity thing mm -hmm where they were called to tend to the altar, to mm -hmm. minister to the Lord. And it was a way of life. So we just feel this fresh invitation, even now. I mean, yeah. we moved our prayer room over next gen. There's just this excitement around like, let's get back to tending to the altar of yeah. Jesus and moving his heart and trusting that as we move his heart, he is faithful to release his hand and to touch people. Yeah, I think that was the great like deliverance for us and like, 
we love people, but actually as we touch God, He touches His children. Mm. And He does such a better job at that than we could ever do. Yeah. So many things my mind is going right now. One of the things I want, I, I, have, to, I have to share this. When you were talking about Ezekiel 44, go back three, three and a half years when we were diving into that. I would imagine very few of us had any, we had very little theological understanding of what that really meant. Oh, yeah. But it's interesting, what I love about Scripture, and we were with Samuel Whitfield the other day, and he was kind of hinting at some of this stuff, is that like Scripture is literally alive. Yeah. I just got this vision where you're talking. It's alive. And so you approach those verses, did not really, really understand what they really, truly meant, mm -hmm. but something living in them spoke to oh, you. Oh, yeah, drew me. And then over three and a half years, we've been still diving deeper and deeper into those verses. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, you don't have to... So. If you're out there and like you're, I don't understand the Bible, don't worry. The Bible understands you. Yeah, the like, words are living. It's strong. You, yeah, allow the words just to, to read them. Let them cut you. Let them, you're like, I don't really understand what this means, but it causes some sort of emotion. Sit there. Don't go past. So I, I had to say that. Um, and also understand that not everybody, I mean, when God first spoke to us, Ezekiel 44, yeah. I remember burning in my spirit, being excited, casting the vision, and then nobody really engaged. <laughs> nobody, yeah. I mean, I thought like, surely the whole church is going to, like, yes. And it was like, man, it was three of us in a room. <laughs> and, and Jesus confronted us with this question, like, mm. am I enough for you? So good. That was the divine confrontation of 2019, where we would come into a room, and I remember being in the room, and, and we talk about it a lot, but it's just true, like, just a few leaders and saying like, should we just like, should we just go home? Like if it's just going to be us. And it was a season where yeah. like, we just felt like God is watching us. Mm. Like actually God invited us. And if his invitation is only valid when people are in the room, then it's not a great invitation. And I think that's the, that was the shift for us. We had for years and we're not talking about, I'm not talking about any other church. I'm talking about us. Mm -hmm. We had ministered unto people, yeah, but the Lord was shifting it and saying, hey, you, you scheduled this, you know, uh, what do we call them? Easy 44s, yeah. right? And we would show up on a Saturday or Thursday. Saturday night, 6 a.m. Sa Saturday night. And sometimes nobody would be there. Yeah. But then it's like, would you still, you have to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Yeah. Am I ministering to the people or am I ministering to the Lord? Paradigm shift for us. And so we would minister to him alone in a room. And I, I think we started getting a taste for like, what would it, of, of, of what actually loving the Lord really looks like. Yeah. Um, and because as a worship leader or as a preacher, I think we, we understand this chasing your tail feel, feeling when you're ministering, you're trying to get a room to move. Yeah. And it's a terrible feeling. It's tough. But it's so easy to get the Lord to move. Yeah. I've He's noticed jealous. that as a worship leader specifically, when I'm leading, if I can focus on Him, he comes really easily. Like that yeah. Thursday or Tuesday, I was leading that set down so there. Good. Bro, I just felt him all over me. Yeah. But I've tried to lead rooms and sometimes it works. And a lot of times it doesn't. And man, it was those early days was a, I just found so much life. Like, oh, this is way easier. Yeah. So yeah. And as a lifestyle, I think that's the invitation. When we talk about what does it mean to minister to the Lord, mm -hmm. it's a life of, of an ongoing conversation with Jesus. Yeah. Now, just on a Sunday morning or on a Wednesday night, that's a great starting place. But like mm -hmm. living as a priest before the Lord, actually saying, my life is positioned for encounter with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I am in an ongoing conversation mm -hmm. where he's talking to me. I'm talking to him. Mm -hmm. I'm leading my family in that way. I'm leading my business in that way. Yeah. So part of like, man, if we could demystify 
ministry to God in priesthood, I would say it's simply living a life positioned to mm. respond to God. That's good. Like a priestly people in the Old Testament, their life revolved around ministering in the tabernacle, right? Mm -hmm. So like we understand like the veil's been opened up, we've been invited in, we're a New Testament people. Yeah. So we've got to ask, what does it look like now to live as priests? The Bible says in Revelation 1-5, right? He's, we are a kingdom of that's kings right. and priests. Yeah. And that's like, that's what he's coming for. That's who we are. That's not what we're working up to be. That's who we are now. Yeah. So learning to engage with God and just kind of take off the pressure of like, mm -hmm. we're not talking about some mystical moment where we're going behind a veil. It's like, <laughs> no, we're talking about what God has given us access to. Like this holy ongoing conversation, mm -hmm. like what you said, like anytime, I just want to say to you, Anytime we turn our affection to him, mm -hmm. he responds to us. He does. It's just, it's whole, in my car, in my room. Like anytime I turn my affection to mm -hmm. Jesus, and this is, this is what's become so beautiful in the prayer room. Mm. Whether there's three people in a room or 50 people in a room, like, man, when I turn my affection to Jesus, he responds with mercy, grace, and loving kindness. Wow. We begin to pray the scriptures. He breathes on the scriptures. He, mm. Tears begin to flow. I mean, there's vibrancy in life mm. because we're not here in this room for an assignment. Yeah, We're not here to grow a church. Yeah. We're not here to further our calling. We're here because Jesus is there. That's right. And Jesus is enough. And yeah. he reveals his beauty. He reveals his nature. He reveals, I mean, it, it's the book we've all read, right? The, 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 what's the book that we talk about? The Pursuit of Holy? Right? Uh, the, the knowledge of the, the holy. knowledge of holy. It's yeah, like totally. God actually begins to reveal Himself to us, yeah. and it strikes our heart. I mean, that's what happened in Easy 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 Forty Four. It's like God actually began to give us access to His nature. Mm. It's like I don't ever want to leave that. No. So I just want to demyst again and demystifying yeah. ministry to the Lord. It's not like a few anointed people in a room that are touching something that's not available. It's actually a corporate invitation to Exodus nineteen, where He's saying, "Come up." I want to commune with you. And it's actually our response to say, I'm going to give my life to that. I feel this so much right now in in the, the spirit in the church. But the Lord is taking like, I, I would never call somebody this, but I know there's people who sit at Abide or any church. They sit in the, the seat every every Sunday. They would just call themselves normal Christians. Yeah. This like divine invitation to to stop labeling because when you do that, you're you're saying I just there's some things I just can't do. Yeah. I'm not supposed to do. And let me just say this: like if you are call yourself a believer, if you're born again, um, you're born again into Christ, yeah. and that means you are born through Him into His life. Mm -hmm. it says you have died, so you so Christ lives His life through you. Well, Christ in the Old Testament, not to get all weird and spiritual, but like Christ is called. He's he's harkening back to this person named Melchizedek, who Melchizedek was a priestly king in the time of Abraham. And Christ in Psalms is called Melchizedek, this priest and king. And that's why in Revelation, he says, you are a kingdom of priests. Yeah. We are literally born into the, the mandate that Jesus had on the earth to minister unto God, to, to love on him. And, and I just want to break off any, like, any feeling of like, bro, just, I'm just normal old little old me. Like the Lord loves you. I, I, I had used to say this when I was youth pastor a long time ago, that book, the five or seven love languages, whatever, I think five love languages. God actually has a love language. Yeah. He, it's not words of affirmation. He, he already knows how amazing he is. It's not acts of service. You can't ever do anything. 
his love language is tied to what he wants, what he desires. And what he wants is you. Yeah, and it's quality time. Right. His love language is quality time. Yeah. And so you often, so uh, me, oftentimes I withhold myself from the Lord and don't fill up his love bucket. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> Praise the Lord. I withhold myself because I don't think I'm worthy. Yeah. And the whole time the Lord's like, that's all I've ever wanted. Yeah, so good. And, and so you're like, well, what does this have to do with ministering to the Lord? Ministry unto the Lord is you just being available unto the Lord. Yeah. We need to do a, we need to do one of these one time about the secret place because the Lord's been really speaking to me about like expanding my idea of the secret place. Yeah. I think it's more than just locking yourself in a closet with a Bible. I really feel like the secret place, I don't want to go into it, is like you carrying God throughout your day. Yeah. Like you becoming this altar, you Draw becoming me. this tabernacle. Yeah. yeah. And so you have... You not only have the opportunity, but God has given you this. He is begging every day for you to not minister to Him into like cleaning labels and bowls and stuff like that in the temple. Ministering to the Lord is just giving Him what He wants, which is you. It's so good. Being connected. Yeah, and just understanding. I, I was just thinking, what would I want to say to somebody who's in the conversation? I would say, you're not working to become something you are something oh, so like, good you're not trying to become a priest like there's no book you can read to step in like actually peter would say to you you're not like them you're a chosen people mm -hmm. a holy nation a royal priesthood right. so just that even that acknowledgement now i'm not trying to become i am is so powerful yeah and saying god i'm not i'm not asking you what i need to do to become a priest i'm trying to actually step into what I am wow. and a recognition and a breaking off of accusation that God, you know, God doesn't see you in that way or I don't res relate to God in that way. But actually mm. it is at the core of who you are. Like mm. there is actually, you are wired. <laughs> like Tyler said, you, this new creation you became and the core of that is actually priesthood. Yeah. It's actually a inward reach for God yeah. and a vibrant life of communion with him. I mean, mm. Uh, the word priest has been has been categorized in so many things, but mm. a vibrant life of communion with God and understanding we're not working for connection. We actually start from it. Mm. That Jesus is actually the initiator of all of this stuff. Mm. So we're not trying to like position ourselves to get to a place, but actually he says he has seated us in heavenly mm. places. And now we get to commune with him, which there's so many ways you can oh, go there. Oh, yeah. But I think in just in this episode to encapsulate it would say, you're not trying to become a priest. You are that. Yeah. It's actually who you are. Yeah. It's actually the way God has wired you. Yeah. So when you're washing your dishes, guess what? You're a priest. Yeah. Like when you're, when you're with your kids and you're homeschooling them, guess what? You are a priest. Yeah. And this actually becomes a function where, like Tyler said, at all moments, I am inviting the Lord into my life and that that create that becomes my secret place. Yeah. It's a revelation. I'll give you an example from my life because I know everybody's like, this sounds really good. My heart's burning. What do I do tomorrow? Yeah. Um, like, for example, for me, I, let's use like a, a, a broken example of like when, let's say I've had a bad day and I've yelled at my kids or I've just been rude to my wife or whatever. Um, me, what, cause ministering to the Lord is in that context too, not just on a Sunday morning. Yeah. For me, what I think ministering to the Lord looks like in creating relation with the Lord is when I'm feeling like crap about myself, instead of growing, grabbing my phone, getting on Instagram and then scrolling through reels to try to numb the pain, mm. I actually would just sit and quiet myself and say, Lord, 
like I am so sorry. Yeah. And like I I just need your grace right now. I need your help. Please forgive me and just help please make me like you. Like reveal to me why I responded that way. Yeah. At least for that may not be for everybody's response, but for me that has been like ministry to the Lord yeah. for me. It is because you're giving God what He wants, which is you. Yeah. You you said something. We are now. This is a crazy thought. I heard somebody say this the other day. You are as holy now as you will ever be, mm. because you're seated with Christ and who you really are is seated with Christ in heavenly places. And so, if you died right now, you go. You would immediately go to the heaven. And we know that sin separates us. From, so you are now as perfect as you will ever need to be to mm. be with God. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. What we are doing now in this life is trying to renew our minds to get us to think. From earth, from earth as it already is in heaven. Yeah. And so as we do that, we just say, Lord, can you just reveal to me who I really am? Because yeah. I'm operating like I used to be, and that's not who I am anymore. Yeah, and you give God what He wants. He wants you. Yeah. And then you show up on a Sunday morning, and it's worship, and that same connection you felt on a Tuesday night when you screwed it, screwed the pooch, like, praise God, you, it, it's, it's that same, it's the same God, the same intimate, because that those moments of like brokenness, of or just you're scared or you got bills and you don't know and you're like Lord I'm just gonna choose to trust you, like that same God shows up on a Sunday morning and then it's like worship is different then. Yeah. And I would say that's when they watch Destiny when they watch whoever, like what's the difference? It's because there are moments where we quiet ourselves in brokenness and we say Lord I need you and there's a dependency and there's a crutch and then you show up in a room. And that re that intimate connection between you and God is put on display for people. Yeah, and, and it's yeah. And we're actually not wired, and maybe we just land here. You're actually yeah. not wired to connect with God only on a Sunday morning. That's so like, good, man. If me and Destiny, I said to her like, "Hey, let's actually connect about life on Sunday morning." Mm -hmm. I mean, we love each other. We're committed. We are in covenant. But actually, we would enter into that Sunday morning time at a deficit. Because what actually fuels us is the ongoing weekly, con daily conversation with right. one another. Yeah. So for those of you that are like, I just actually struggle with connecting with God on a Sunday morning. I would say, I need you to understand if that's the only time you're actually trying to minister to God, you're actually starting at a deficit. Yeah. I mean, it is those times of stillness. I watched you coming out of your season of deconstruction, wash dishes and speak in tongues for hours. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was this responsiveness to God mm -hmm. that actually we would come in on a Sunday and it wouldn't be trying to climb my mountain of deficit, but it so would actually good. be, I'm actually coming in and thanking God for the ongoing conversation I've had all week. Mm -hmm. It's the overflow. Yeah. I just want to say that's available for you. Like you do not have to live life coming into Sunday at, so at a constant deficit mm. and saying, God, here I am, fill me. You could actually come into a Sunday morning full yeah. because you've been fostering this ongoing conversation all week with God. And it's not like every single Wednesday morning, it's like, I'm getting blasted. It's mm. just, I'm staying committed to the conversation. Yeah. My wife and I had a full day today. Guess what? At 2.15, she rolled up to the church we drove down the road, we went to Duncan, <laughs> and we actually just drove down 60. Mm -hmm. And we were just together. Mm. It wasn't this, but you know what? It matters. It does. Because like I, we could have said, ah, we'll just, we'll just skip it. But no, she drove to the church. I hopped in the van and we just had a conversation. Just this moment of connection with that, which actually gave me life. So I'm not rolling home tonight at 9.30 after prayer room. <laughs> feel like I haven't talked. No, like we made space mm. to commune with one another and to be together. 
And so I just want to encourage you, man, this conversation of ministry to the Lord can probably have 26 episodes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, there's There's so many ways we can go. But to summarize, you're not working to be a priest. You are a priest. Mm, So good. And the way you feel priesthood is through ongoing responsiveness to God. And I would say it as simple as this. Keep the conversation going. Yes, so good. Don't wait for the conversation to be fueled by Pastor Pastor Tyler on a Sunday morning Mm. saying, talk to God. I'm not like, no, like, God, I'm going to talk to you about my day. I'm going to shut, like you said. Maybe you turn off the podcast or the or the radio and say, God, I'm just going to give you these 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to have a conversation with you. I'm going to allow you to speak to yeah. me. And let's allow God to actually activate in us what we already are. Yeah, so good. Yeah, hopefully you guys find this encouraging and just we don't always do like a challenge, but I just feel that this for this one is just take time this week in low moments and high moments and just very average moments just to like make time for the Lord yeah. and talk to him. Yeah. You're like, I've never done that before. Just try it. Just try it. Just say stuff. It doesn't have to be, hey, Father, thou art in heaven. Like just talk to him. Like, I don't, I don't know if I ever say that. But like, um, and that's the, that's the crazy thing is so many of us grew up with bad experiences with earthly fathers or earthly authoritar- authoritarian figures. God actually wants to talk to you. Yeah, he He's not mad at you. He really just wants to talk to you. So take some time this week and minister to the Lord through just your conversation with Him. Yeah, just turn yeah. your affections to Him and watch Him go. So, so good. thank you for joining us today. Yes. Episode 4. Boom. Share the podcast. I hope you're encouraged and we look forward to more Abide Combos. Peace. Peace.